0: Oh, hey. What's up? <laughs> July 6th. What's going on? Episode 28 of an orange and blue thing. Why are you? What are you doing? It looks like we're a little delayed. Well, who cares? They can hear us. They can see my beautiful face. I couldn't care less. <laughs> all right. Well, so, what up? So what up? What's going on, man? You, well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm doing my open. You're all excited. There is a little lag, but who cares? Yeah, whatever. Um, nothing. I'm
1: drinking a nice beer, hanging out on a Thursday night. I'm going to St. Louis in the morning.
0: Yeah, she- cheers to St. Louis. Cheers, buddy. Enjoy yourself. A lot yourself. of our friends are already there. I know. I saw that little. uh, Whatever. You got the whole crew hanging out there, the Sidells and Brew. Yeah. So, and- <laughs> did you see the video that Indart put up? They're like holding hands, going down a slide together. See, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, not if
1: they broke. I don't know up. if they were trying to like reenact a movie scene or something, but yeah, that was a little. uh...
0: That was a little out there. Could have been, could have been. Oh, and so, the big
1: news is not Bartolo is not a Met yet. I just yeah. saw Mike Puma announced that the Mets did talk to Bartolo's agent, and uh, they're not expecting to hear anything until tomorrow. So we do have the big head here, just in case. But just in uh, case. he is not a Met yet.
0: If if it happens, we will hoist it. <laughs> yeah. um, dude, my eye really hurts, man.
1: Yeah, but tell them the story. The bee flew in my eye. That's the story. Well. Did I ever tell you the story when I got stung inside my throat? No. Disgusting. But I was riding when I was like 14, some trails actually down the street from here, and um, I had a super big gulp, yeah. and a bee flew into the straw. And I sipped it and got stung in my oh. throat, and I coughed it out, and it flew out. That's and that if I was allergic, I'd probably be dead. But oh, like, yeah, absolutely. It definitely did start swelling. It was probably also in my brain I was, like, freaking out a little bit. But, like,
0: do you yeah, remember speaking? I, I of, thought I had to go to the hospital. Do you, speaking of super big gulps, do you remember uh, the bar in my town, this little uh, shit kicker bar, uh, Shamrocks in my town? No, I've nah, never, never been, been there. there? What's a dive, dive spot? It, it used to be, yeah. It used to be, like, one of these places that, like, ID wasn't necessarily required to get in. And they used <laughs> to have a special on Thursday nights my buddies and I used to go to. You could bring your own cup. And they would fill it for three bucks. Uh, Bud Select, I think. Yeah, Bud Select.
1: So you just br- any cup doesn't so, matter what so size it is. There's
0: a Seven Eleven right across the street. So super you used to get dip. super big gulps <laughs> yeah. and bring them. And I, f- I I filled like it three times, and I was I, I walked home because I could. It's like a mile walk, and that that I was good to go. Yeah, in the
1: late '90s, I used to fill up super big gulp cups with Steel Reserves and walk into Shea Stadium <laughs> with them.
0: <laughs> so oh, yeah. the good times before like,
1: uh... the, the cheapest, strongest beer you can get. And just try to walk in. With yeah, it. that's
0: the way you got to do it. So anyway, so we have I what you and I have been billing as the biggest ballpark news since they opened McFadden's in 2010. Right? I I would agree.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's something that we heard about, and I, instantly I was like, hey, can we kind of like get this on the show and and the, the they're into it we're into it so we're going to talk about that in a little bit yeah. um, we have a guest coming on to explain what's going on and what this big news is because it, it's a lot easier coming or it means more coming from them than just you and I yeah we're going
0: to we but we do have the exclusive on it so you're not going to get this anywhere else nobody else knows about this which yet. I'm shocked i listen we we uh, we're, we're highly respected we in, are. In, in, we are. in the uh, in the live game now i guess This is this is what happens exactly when you when you build up a rapport with your audience.
1: (laughs) Well, we should thank the fans, though, because, you know, they watch and they help get the show larger each week. So we appreciate it. We do. That's why this is happening right now. But um, I did talk about this earlier on social media. We're moving and we found some of these uh, koozies. So if you're watching the live show right now, these were the koozies we gave away last year. Uh, with our section when Mike Piazza was in de- inducted, not inducted, the, uh, they retired his number at, at Chase City Field. So we uh, have four more of these. You're, you're getting one, I'm keeping one, and we're going to give two away to some live viewers right now. All you got to do is share the show, say that you're watching, and um, it could be yours. So at the yeah. end of the show, we'll we'll randomly select like we don't normally do and
0: get it for free. Yeah, exactly. And, yes, the I saw somebody. The audio is a little ahead of the video. You're going to have to deal with it. Sorry.
1: Yeah, we don't know why because that hasn't happened in quite some time. Uh, Pretend like
0: you're watching Godzilla.
1: <laughs> maybe it'll catch up if not whenever we put the replay up we can adjust that afterwards so not that big of a whoop but anyway so um it is not that big of a whoop <laughs> i agree i so, used to let it ruin my night when we were having a show and like things weren't going correctly and but uh, then he started drinking more and it was fine yeah but what's the odds that the week that we finally have something kind of big to break and this happens whatever yeah whatever
0: let me ask you a question. Your fantastic jersey, you're in here. You should tell the you should tell the humanoids what's going on.
1: Yeah. So uh, right when they broke the news this past weekend, I think it was Saturday. I don't know. I'm all confused. The other day, you texted me two days ago. You're like, oh, we'll talk about dirt in the middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, i said like, the middle of the week tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's Wednesday. It,
0: you texted me on 4th of July. I was like, yeah, I'll get going on that this week. And you're like, it's Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah.
1: I'm all confused by the days. I, you know, the it's Thursday, obviously. That's why we're on, we're on uh, the show right now. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what day they announced that he that he made it. But I instantly emailed uh, my connect at Majestic that made our jerseys mm-hmm. for the Army. And he said, if it's possible, can you kind of expedite a couple jerseys? Yours got lost unfortunately not lost it's because they
0: didn't have one enough for the big enough for the broad shoulders i I did order
1: one for you and goon who uh (laughs) who's probably watching but you and goon and myself they only shipped mine to the warehouse so it it was all a mess it was supposed to come here but it didn't. it looks good i like it thanks man
0: i like i like the way they did the ny on the on the sleeve yeah so they've been doing the uh skyline patch but i think they i'm very impressed with this it's cool it doesn't go with any of the
1: clothes that i own i'm not really big on black and orange but we talked about this like I'm just trying to keep my streak going with the All-Star game jerseys. I don't yeah. particularly like this jersey, but um, I'm I like, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm more. I, I like it because it's conforto. I like the AL version better with the with this this blue that they're using. It's not like a teal. It's like a. It is, dude. It's like a teal. It's yeah, but whatever they call it, it's a little, it's a little it. deeper. It's like I uh, I don't know, aquamarine. I don't know what they call it. I don't know what they call it either. But <laughs> I think they should have an alternate jersey in that color. I think the Marlins are missing the boat. You know what? And I was actually lying to you. Your jersey's under the table. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. You're, want... you're a jerk. <laughs> you're a jerk. I wanted to surprise you. Aww. he's so cute. See, it was under the table. <laughs> you're the best, Darren. No
1: problem. Okay. So me and you have the jerseys before Conforto. Look at I that. Think. See,
0: I actually thought I was going to have to wait for mine. See, I'm so, <laughs> I feel so good about this now.
1: <laughs> so anyway, this past weekend,
0: unfortunately, it's the like Mets a press conference. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really excited Welcome. to bring a winning brand. Thank you, thank you, and. uh I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, to bring winning brand of baseball back to Orange Jersey National <laughs> League. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. No problem.
1: So the uh, yeah, uh, disappointing weekend. Obviously, the uh, third game of the series was rained out against the Nationals. Down. In, I say weekend, but they, it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday series. Tuesday's game was 11 a.m., which was their earliest they've had, second earliest they've ever had, and definitely the earliest home run Jose Reyes has ever hit. I know. That's it was like 11 a.m. 11. I was 11, oh, whatever I hadn't even turned on the game yet, 11... and
0: I saw your tweet, and it was like, oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Happy <laughs> home run. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, obviously, uh, Monday night was brutal. Granderson comes in, ties the game up in the ninth. They lost it. Um, oh, just got, just got sexy in here. <laughs> and Wednesday was rained out. So, if you did vote on the poll, nobody won, because last week you we put a poll up. What's, what's the uh, result going to be? But whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I get two days off. Hopefully, reset a little bit. They were going to play last night after you know it did get rained out. But uh, both Granderson and Cespedes were in lineup on a wet outfield. I didn't think that was a smart idea. They didn't play anyway, but there was no way those guys were making it all night. I don't, I don't know.
0: I mean, I know it's just. I guess it was just a cramp. Did Cespedes say and that he doesn't like drinking water, and that's why he gets.
1: Dehydrated? I saw something come out. These guys don't drink enough water. I mean, it's common sense. You're an athlete
0: and you play in <laughs> why, the heat. Why are we the like stupidest success? team ever? <laughs> why why is this happening to us? Why is it, you know, this could really be avoided, but I don't really like water, so you know, oh well, what what is this? What are we? <laughs> I don't know, but shout out to.
1: I see some people in the comments went to City Field today and donated blood. Uh, great cause. Shout out to you for doing that. I think the Mets also give out a couple of free, free tickets if you yeah. do that. So
0: that's great. Yeah, they'll be up in uh, the uh, Rally Man uh, section up there. So. Not that people care about our personal
1: lives, but I did try to go to your house for that barbecue Well, you day. came to my house. <laughs> I did, but the baby was being a pain, so we had to leave early. But that was the same day that they had the rain delay Yeah. in the, the you know, late innings, like end of the 8th, mm-hmm. middle of the 8th. And did you see all the rainbow photos that were going up? I did. Up? I did. So there was rainbow photos everywhere. Some great shots from yeah. like a bunch of people. So I posted something that everyone thought was real from that moment. Did you Photoshop it? I Photoshopped that three years ago. Oh. And, and i posted it i didn't even write like live shot from city field yeah. let me pull this thing up i saw like i, I saw saw So our, i posted but, yeah. this photo it's a great gorgeous. photo it's You're not real jerk. i just wrote the word gorgeous, gorgeous on twitter i didn't say like live oh, it is, whatever it is gorgeous so for us it's pretty good traction it got 638 retweets and 1774 likes on twitter that's pretty mm. good for us yeah. on instagram it got 6634 likes and on facebook it got 1.3 I feel like you would have known where this came from though. Let me show the original.
0: Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. Don't even tell me cuz are you going to say the Coliseum? Yeah, dude. Yeah, game before game 4, okay. before Look, game 4. This <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is a shot before uh game 4 of the first round series between the Islanders and the Capitals and it went like viral over the internet because Islanders fans were like, this is an omen. This is the last, you know, it it ended up being the last series at Nassau Coliseum. And uh, either and, way, <laughs> yeah, but I think that's hilarious because I i made me think people of that. People were writing picture. like,
1: Darren, you're such a brilliant photographer.
0: Oh, well, you are a very good photographer. So I'm in a fairness, very
1: amateur photographer. No, still, you
0: are a very good photographer. I so. appreciate
1: the con words, but still, like I posted, I never really wrote, hey, this is from
0: live right now. Well, but it- See, now, you know, the people of Uniondale can take pride in their rainbow because, <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of which, can I say something? Semi non Mets related. Okay. The Islanders um, are obviously eyeing a uh, an arena in I it was Belmont, Belmont Park, right. right? And there is a listening session scheduled for Monday, uh, the tenth. Um, In Elmont, where you can go and express your support for a potential Islanders bid or whatever, Um, and and it's going to let the uh, citizens of Elmont and and all the surrounding communities, Floral Park, et cetera, kind of express their views. If you're an Islanders fan or somebody who's interested in maybe uh, bringing the team back to Nassau County, um, I it's at, I believe it's from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night. There are details on my Twitter account if you want to check it out, which is right below me on the screen. Um, check it out because I think it's important, though, that if you do go and you're an Islanders fan and you support the project or support the Islanders winning an RFP at Belmont, that you are very respectful of the community's um, viewpoints and their concerns because, um, as you know, when that kind of stuff happens, a lot of civic groups get involved or whatever. Don't demean anybody. Don't call them NIMBYs and all that stuff. That's, you know, nonsense. Just go. And if you do support the project or would like the team to come back, go and hear the community out and, and do that. So I want to I think it's you,
1: great you, when right. people do stuff like that. You know, not people, but, you know, organizations or whatever. They want to hear from the public. But then yeah. no one goes. So I like know. There well, was that's something the whole like thing. last yeah. year. I remember seeing something. Obviously, the Long Island Railroad and the whole MTA and all that stuff is a mess. And they actually had an open forum where people can go and, like, voice their opinions and nobody goes mm-hmm. so it's like you know what it is like people would rather go on twitter and and talk shit all day rather than actually go somewhere right, right. And voice their opinion like well i can't i got work you know or i can't I get it. If you have work, that's fine. But I can't. I can't. I got to do something else, Mm -hmm. you know? But whatever.
0: Well, I will say I see a lot of Rangers fans in here. And, like, Rangers fans, like, especially on Long Island, like, it behooves you for the Islanders to have a world-class facility of their own on Long Island that you guys can support the community and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's not exclusively an Islanders issue. It's a sports fan issue. I know we have a lot of Rangers fans in there. So, um, it was always fun when they did it at the Coliseum. It's not as much fun at Barclays Center. So,
1: anyway. So uh, we are going to get to the ballpark (laughs) ballpark news in a little bit, but I do want to bring up the whole big sexy thing because I feel like um, where we're at right now in the season, obviously (sighs) – I'm not saying that they're punting it, but the the trade deadline's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes. So I think that there is a way for them. I read an article somewhere. I don't know if it was Mets blog. Is there a way for you to be a buyer and a seller? At I the saw same that. Time? Yeah. And yeah. I think that I think you can be. Mm-hmm. I think you move you move some pieces around, shuffle things around. That doesn't necessarily make your team worse, but you're you're freeing up money and freeing up uh, roster space for some guys like Rosario or uh, Smith to come up. While also making moves, maybe get rid of Duda and and make some moves. But the whole thing with Bartolo, people see this as a negative thing on the team, like it's a joke. Um, but I don't know how you feel, but I personally think that bringing him back is low risk, high reward. See if there's anything left in the tank. If there's not, you know, it'd be like at least we tried. Um, you know, he wanted to go to Atlanta to chase that wins record. Obviously, it's not happening. They DFA'd him. The Mets are bringing him back, and hopefully, it's a nice, happy reunion. And well, they're not definitely bringing back, but maybe by this replay, if anyone's listening to this afterwards, I think he'll be back in a Mets uniform. I I do too. But do you think? Like we talked about it last week, and we both said, "Hey, why not?" But um, what do you what do you think? Like, do you think it's going to happen? I do think it's going to happen. Do you think
0: it's a smart move, or you just think it's going to happen? Like, why not? Because it's fun. No, I think because they need somebody to pitch. (laughs) You know, it's not like look if Wheeler. DeGrom, Syndergaard. I'd rather see Bartolo than Montero. Right, exactly. But if, if Wheeler, Syndergaard, DeGrom, uh, Harvey, and Matt were all healthy, five guys every single night. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Exactly. There would be no reason. Or maybe if you want to bring him back for a long man or an emergency spot starter or you know... Uh, stretch out the innings, that would be one thing, but they, but that's not the situation. And our
1: guys can't run to first base. So everyone's getting hurt. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, bring
0: them back. What's the worst that can happen? And I, I mean, I think that it's, I hope it happens. I hope it happens too. What, why not? And that's what I don't understand with people. Like, everybody's all upset that he left, and now they're going to be pissed off if he comes back. Like, what? what, 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 what? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Like, be happy about something. Let yourself feel joy. It's okay. It's fine. (laughs) And, like, look, let's face it, right? Like, the rest of the season, probably not going to be that great. You know? Like, I I mean, unless they go on some ridiculous run that, you know, through these, you know, next whatever, two months or whatever, and set themselves up for a September where they're within striking distance – more likely than not, they're going to be playing out the stretch in September. So, if you can bring in some Bartolo's fun, man. So, like, if you can bring in some, inject some fun into this ballpark, not park only and, for the fans, for yeah, the, for, for the his players. The
1: way he is on the on the on the uh, on the bench with the guys. Sorry, I just burped. But the <laughs> way he is, the way he is with his teammates, and the way he is with yeah. the fans, and you know what it is like,
0: and the way he mentors young pitchers, exactly. which is but, a you know, big thing. There
1: is something that you also
0: always have to bring up
1: because it's the kind of thing where people don't like to typically cheer for guys that have problems off the field and you know what it is you and I both spoke about this you know we voiced our opinions about certain guys like familiar Reyes or Colonna mm-hmm. whoever um, things happen off the off the diamond that yes do impact my judgment on uh, the man mm-hmm. uh, who he is off the field out of the uniform I don't necessarily have to agree with or like things that all these guys do in their in their in their personal life mm-hmm. but as far as a ball player sure on the team I think that it's a positive um, it's a positive to have that guy on the team.
0: I don't see any reason why they wouldn't bring him back. Right. It just means way like, too much sense. You
1: wasn't a ball player and he was your neighbor and you heard, you know, two families, this and that, you might not have the same feeling about him. You Whatever, know what man.
0: Like that's that's you know what I mean? that's somebody like, else's business. It's a totally different somebody, topic. somebody some that's for somebody else to judge far above me. Like I, I don't um whatever you know what I you know mean, what I mean. Like, like, but I totally know what you mean. But that's you know, there's constantly an intersection of real life and issues with sports, and the reality is, is more often than not, if you c- can compete at a major league level or and excel, then people fans. And a lot of times, we care.
1: also do only hear one side of a story. Exactly. Uh,
0: you know what I mean? you know
1: what it is like. You know the whole we talked about the familiar thing. No, we weren't there, um, so mm-hmm. who knows what exactly
0: happened? But yeah, yeah you, you know, it's it's one of those things, man. Um, you know what I was going to ask you. Was Did some... I pack for tomorrow yet? No. Yes. Actually, yes, that was. You took that right <laughs> out of my head. Did you pack for St. Louis? No. no. It's like a rerun
1: of uh, spring training when we did the show know. the night before. But my flight's at 6 a.m. I'm um, probably going to get up around 4. I didn't pack anything yet. I ordered stuff on Amazon, uh-huh. and I think it's supposed to be delivered by 8 o'clock. So once that comes, I'm just going to throw it in a suitcase, and then I'm done. <laughs>
0: just put the box. Like, I bought slap some new luggage <laughs> tag on the box. <laughs> Uh, I was I was planning on bringing Bartolo, but I don't know if I'm going to need to anymore. Oh, well, there you go. So it is time to welcome in our guest who will be helping us break some very big city fields nudes. He is the executive vice president at McKellar Brewing NYC. It's Jim Raris, Jr. Jim, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, guys. Thank, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we do anything, we should we should reveal our... This is our
1: first time ever showing what we're drinking yeah, on the show. Yeah, this
0: is the first time. 28 so, episodes in. There you in. go. We're drinking McKellar uh, tonight. So, cheers. 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 Oh, you're uh, drinking one, too. Uh, Here you go. Yeah, there
2: you, you go. go. I waited to open for you guys. All right,
0: crack, uh, it, crack it. Crack it. Let's get this right, show on the road. Very nice. Cheers. Cheers. So, why don't you take it away? All
1: right. So, um, we know that you've been... Uh, we're, we've been saying that this is the biggest ballpark news since 2010. Um, that's when McFadden's opened. So for our crew, uh, this is going to be a huge deal. So without further ado, can you just let us in on the secret right now? Let the fans know. We've got a bunch of people watching on Facebook, and a bunch of, bunch of uh, fans were very, very excited about this news. And I spoke to Brian about it when I first at, heard about it, and I think that this is great, great, great news for the fans. So let us know what, what's going on.
2: Awesome. Yeah, we're excited to share this. Um, So the big news, I'll come right out and say it, is uh, we're in the process of constructing a brewery at Citi Field, uh, a McKellar Brewery. It's going to be called McKellar Brewing NYC. And uh, it's on the corner of 126th Street and the right field gate. And we'll be open uh, at the end of this calendar year. And uh, so in time for next baseball season. And we're super excited to have a McKellar Brewery and bar on site and, uh, share in the
0: community. That's awesome.
1: I think that we talk about it all the time that, you know, um, we love, we've been to Wrigley. I mean, I don't know if he's been to Wrigley, but yeah. our group has been to Wrigley and the Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville is flooded with bars and things to do besides just the ballpark. So more bars, the better, more restaurants, the better, more places to go and hang out before and after the game, the better. Um, I have it on the screen here. This is a, a I guess it's Google maps. So if you, if, if you're watching this and you're, um, we're listening and you're unfamiliar with the back end of the ballpark if you go on 126th street where McFadden's is it's uh McFadden's Amway and then there was an empty spot so let me pull up a photo here it's um right there on the corner so right down the right field line on the corner that's where the brewery is going to be um so I'm, I'm just pumped on it man because like obviously um McFadden's is fun but People are very, very excited about craft beer in general, and um, I think that this is something that's going to be
0: just a hit for fans, and I'm just pumped on it. It's going to be really exciting. So let me ask you a question. Um, I think a lot of our viewers are familiar with McKellar. Maybe not, though. So um, I know a lot of your efforts in the States um, have been primarily been West Coast-based. Um, so for those of us who may not be as familiar with the brand, can you tell us a little bit more about it?
2: Absolutely. So McKellar is a Danish craft brewery. Uh, They're headquartered in Copenhagen. They're exported to 50 countries around the globe. So they have a a real worldwide following. They're well-known throughout the world. But as you said, in in the U.S., the physical manifestations have been more on the West Coast, so in California. um, And they have a brewery in San Diego. This will be the flagship brewery on the East Coast and and really the first brewery uh, that McKellar is built from the ground up um, of this scale so we're, we're really looking forward to that and, and uh, being the flagship in city field um, one cool thing and I was chatting with Darren about this earlier today is uh, Mckellar's brewed over a thousand different beers so they're they're known Michael is the the founder and the the uh, magician if you will with respect to all the beers and the recipes and um, you know there's Different kinds, and, and there'll be a lot of different beers being created um, at City Field in our brewery.
1: Yeah, so like the the beer we're drinking here today is the Henry Hops and the Say Hey Sally. So if you go to City Field, you can actually buy these now in the ballpark, right? Like these these are the ones that you already have in City Field.
2: Absolutely. So yeah, so a little bit behind that, I guess you know if you look at the logo, I think it's you know really well done, and uh, or the packaging rather. And Keith Shore is the art director for McKellar, and we work closely with him on a a lot of our graphic stuff, including these two beers, Henry Hops and and Say Hey Sally. And um, you can even see on my shirt, there's like Henry here and then Sally going across. And they get integrated in all these different settings. And one thing that McKellar is known for is, um, you know, having this global brand, but really integrating into the local community and the local environment. And uh, Keith really hit the nail on the head with these two designs. And we specifically worked with Mickle to come up with some beers that would work well at City Field um, to introduce the fans to the McKellar beer.
1: Yeah, for those that are listening afterwards, the, the branding or the packaging on the can, it looks like an old school, um, baseball card. So there's different baseball players here. One's blue, one's orange. Um, and then where it would be like the position of the player, it says IPA. And then this one says Pilsner. So it's, it's, it's really cool. It's smart. It's, it's creative, which is great. Um, so besides these two beers, you'll have a bunch of other stuff on the lines, obviously.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So there's going to be, it's going to be pretty extensive. So. I guess to give you a picture of the overall space, it's 10,000 square feet, about 40, I'm sorry, 4,000 square feet of that will be an actual production brewery. So we're not talking about a brewery that's just a a token amount of production. It's a legitimate full brewery in there that people will be able to come in and see and smell and touch and take tours of. We're not putting up a wall or anything. You'll be able to see everything that's going on there. Um, And then we'll have between 125 and 150 seats and then a bar with 60 taps. Wow. So there'll be a wide variety of beers, um, mostly McKellar, but also some of our other good friends from uh, elsewhere in the United States and the world.
1: I was going to get to that because um, and are you? we spoke about this, but to let the fans know, you're also going to have a kitchen. So it's not like just the brewery. Um, since you are going to be selling other friends beers, is it just a beer spot or can you get a, a vodka drink there or you just stick them with beer?
2: Uh, we'll have some limited offerings as it pertains to uh, to liquor, spirits, and and wine as well, or wine coolers. But predominantly, the main focus will be beer. We're and, not trying to be all things to all people.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, because these beers are brewed in, in San Diego. So obviously, once you're once you're in New York, it, it'll be cool that it's the closest. Obviously, you can't get any closer than that, being in the ballpark. But the beer will be brewed right there and sold right there, which is great. Um, the uh, what was it, what else did I want to ask you yeah. about restaurant. The rest, no, the restaurant, yeah. that's, that's great. But you're going to be open all year round or just for baseball games or what?
2: We'll absolutely be open all year round. Ah, that's, that's really our intention here is not only to interact with the Mets fans and the community in, in Flushing on game days, which is an awesome opportunity to introduce people to the brand and educate and just have a good time, uh, but really turn this area on 126th Street and Willett's Point area into a you know year-round destination. And um, that's been something that breweries uh, have been able to do. And that's really what we're looking forward to doing with this project as
1: well. I'm super pumped on it, man. I can't wait for it to happen. I wish I lived closer because that Brian and I both live in Suffolk County. Now Um, we don't get to as many games as we used to, but I think that it's something
0: like give us a good excuse to get out to Queens a little bit more. Totally.
1: Especially in the off season, people like to be around the ball. Baseball fans like to be in the, in the neighborhood, even when there's no games going on. So like, uh city field has a has a, a wide variety of events and you know the beer and baking classic and whatever else they do,
0: do throughout the season hey, maybe, so maybe maybe qbc 2018 maybe we'll have so to talk you. to our buddies we'll, but. Have to, we'll have to see what we got here all right folks again there's the big news mckellar will open a brewery at city field located on the corner of 126th street and the right field gate jim thanks so much for helping us uh break some massive news here and jumping on with us and we'll see you at the ballpark soon
2: yeah, thanks to you guys. We uh, look forward to doing a lot more work together going forward.
0: Yeah, thanks, thanks for thanks, the beer, Cheers. <laughs> thank you. Cheers, Jim. Jim raras Jr. from McKellar Brewing NYC, the executive vice president over there, helping us break some big exclusive news. So there you go. I mean, if you're out at the ballpark like we are so much, you know, 14, 15 times a year at least – I mean, that's a game changer right oh there. God, if, if I still lived in Queens, I'd be there every day. Oh, forget about <laughs> it, man. Forget about it. It, it. I think the,
1: you know, not poo pooing on McFadden's. I think it's just a different type of clientele. So I don't think this is a death sentence for McFadden's. If anything, no. it's
0: better for the neighborhood to have more places to go. If anything, it's better for a better experience for Mets fans of that can go there and look. I love McFadden's, but there are some days where we can't move in the place. So to spread out the crowds a little bit and maybe have this won't a be as big
1: because they have to have the brewery. So it's not going to be as huge as McFadden's. Right. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, just guess, but I, it sounds like it's not going to be as big, you know, right. with 150 seats and the bar, which is great. Um, I'm just pumped on it, man. I, You know. I love McFadden's. We have a great relationship with them. They yep. they do great by us. We have the beer special there every day. This is just a.
0: It's totally different. Totally. It's
1: like apples to oranges. You know what I mean?
0: A hundred percent. And I think so. That, I think someone
1: in the in the in the comments was like, "No loyalty." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It's not like we're not going to go to McFadden's. Our anymore.
0: loyalty is to a good time and to to the New York Mets. And you know, look, I mean, McKeller has been great to us. They were very gracious to allow us to share this news with you guys first. And uh, and and I think that it anything that makes. You know, City Field and Flushing Queens, kind of a hub for good, young, energetic vibes. I think that's a good thing.
1: Well, you know, they're both going out of business when the Seven Line Saloon opens, right? Oh, that,
0: <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just waiting. So, when you open that, you know, hopefully my kid will be old enough so that I can get out. Kelly and I more. talk about
1: it all the time. She's like, I don't know if I really want you to own a bar in Queens. You live in Suffolk. You're never going to be home. And yeah. I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to get an apartment in Flushing. I was gonna say, well, I have to get uh, like, or like a satellite office or something. Something. With man, in I'm, it. I'm dying to do it, man. I'm dying to like. Oh. You know, not that I think that I'm going to be the best bar owner in the world, but when I go to different bars, I can pick out 10 things within 10 minutes that should be done differently. Just from working in restaurants and bars for as long as I did. Sure. I did catering. I did bartending. I was a, a server. I, I, I've, I've done it all, and I think that that, is, that doesn't necessarily make you a, a good owner, but with the… The following that we have, I think if we open a bar, I think it's going to be a really fun time. I would but, tend to agree. Um, not trying to put McKellar and McFadden's out of business, but I think we're going to put a dent in it eventually. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> if
0: if you uh, want to check out McKellar Brewing NYC, it'll be open by the end of the calendar year. That's their plan, at least. And uh, obviously for the 2018 baseball season, it should be... So All I'm the kinks should be worked well, out. I was, ta- I was
1: saying on, on social media, this has nothing to do with the wins and losses. It's just
0: really big ballpark news, which it is. So It is big ballpark uh, news. I, but I still saw people be like, are they announcing Cologne signing? It's like, is that ballpark news? <laughs> I mean, I hate to be like a reading comprehension person here, but that's no, not
2: ballpark news.
1: <laughs> hey, and guess what? Our, our uh, audio and video somehow linked up. All I saw it. that. See? which see? is great. Ye oh. of
0: little faith, my friend. That's great. See? There you go. All right. We well, are going to get to some
1: voicemails. We got a bunch of them come in this week, and uh, we look like twins today.
0: Twinsies. Because... Do you know my... my. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story while you're getting your voicemails queued up. Okay. My... my uh, high school girlfriend had, and her best friend used to have, like, Twins days. Is it, are you and allowed
1: to talk about your old girlfriends?
0: I, I don't – well, my wife, like, doesn't really get to listen to the show that much, so oh, I think right. it's okay. But, no, I mean, she knows who she is. It's not a big deal. They used to have, like, Twins days, and they used to, like – her and her best friend used to, like, dress the same as her. This is the kind of messed up stuff you do in high school, man. That, and, <laughs> you know, and it'd be like <laughs> – uh, whatever uh, that's what it made me think of anyway. i think
1: that there was more to that story i think
0: you just realized no that no, you no 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 oh jeez. I, I wish <laughs> <laughs> that would have made me the coolest teenager in the world but it is not to be i am i was not that cool in high school uh that's that's uh, the reality of the situation anyone who <laughs> who watches the show and knew me in high school which is a few people you,
1: know you say that a lot that's the reality of the situation
0: it is the reality of the situation
1: it, you know uh to be completely honest, a yeah. lot of people say that they don't watch their own movies or they don't listen to their own albums. What they, kind of movies? Whatever. <laughs> you and I, we both listen to the show <laughs> afterwards do, to try do. to pick yeah. up on what we could do better, yeah. where we can um, improve or whatever. And on Fridays, yeah. we typically text each other,
0: like, oh, good show. You know, yeah, maybe totally. Yeah. This this was bad. Maybe we could tighten this up, this uh, you know this and that. Um, I'm that much of a narcissist that I need to see myself right away. No, I don't watch. I I'm listen. kidding. I watch sometimes.
1: I don't even know what I was talking. Like to watch. Talk about.
0: You were going to say about game film, and I say the reality of the situation is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we lot. do
1: pick up on the things we say often. In the beginning, we were
0: saying, dude, like, nonstop. All uh, the time. I say whatchamacallit, which is strange because I'm not, like, a 1920s flapper or something like that. <laughs> but, but that's in my everyday vernacular. Whatchamacallit. Just, uh, I was talking about the uh whatchamacallit. The uh, <laughs> which is demented. Like that, that does anybody say that anymore? I don't think anybody says whatchamacallit. Bring it back. I have been. I've been trying. All right, guys, we are gonna get to the voicemails. But if you
1: want this fancy beer koozie and you're watching live, share the show right now. We are gonna check in with Rodney. I I, I bet you Rodney's listening right now in the car. Rodney? Yeah, I Rodney. think he, I think he
0: would be.
2: Hey, guys, this is Rodney in St. Louis. I'm pumped to be going to my first outing with you guys this weekend. Got my Brewer tickets, too. Uh, just wanted to ask you, We think I think Terry's going to be gone next year because he's probably going to retire. Who do you think, if you had to choose from these four guys to be your manager uh, next year, who would you pick, Hojo, Fonzie, Jose Okendo, or Wally Backman? I'm going Okendo. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye.
0: Well, not Wally Backman.
1: No, not Wally. That was actually – I played the wrong one, but still um... – TC, yeah, this is probably TC's last hurrah. Who's going to be your replacement? Are they already in the organization or not? I have no idea. I don't know, man. They already got rid of Hojo as a coach. I don't think he's
0: coming back. Um, Backman they got rid of as a coach. I don't think he's coming back. So what are the other options? Uh, Jose Oquendo, which, I mean, I've heard good things about him. He's been on the Cardinals. He was on the Cardinals staff forever. Um, I, I also know people love Alex Cora. Um and I don't, I, But I don't know enough about these guys. Like All I know is your manager, as long as Sandy Alderson is in charge, your manager is going to be a money ball type manager who who gets along with the front office, who is on board with the front office and their vision for the team. And it's not going to be one of these types like a Tony La Russa that's going to come in and want to run it his way.
1: The fourth option there was Fonzie. I don't think he's seasoned enough yet.
0: He's down in, in Brooklyn. Um no, okay. I mean, probably not, although I love Mison I could saying see him on the Major League staff. They could bring him up, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we'll
1: see. But I don't think he's going to be the, the, the manager, no. Probably not. So this is what I was going to play. Okay. Hey,
2: Brian, Darren. This
1: is Rui from Houston, Texas. I'm on a 13-hour drive from Houston to St. Louis to join you guys this weekend for the 7 Line outing.
0: What are the top five songs that
1: have to be on a playlist when you're on the road? top five songs whenever you're on the road? That's a good question. Let's go Mets. I don't question. have favorite songs, but I guarantee Brian's answer is going to be John Mayer on <laughs> like,
0: there, uh, there is a, Pandora. There is a good John Mayer <laughs> album for driving, especially in like the country. But I wasn't going to say that dick <laughs> i don't have I, say. I, I don't have favorite
1: songs i'll put on like a, a, a station or a channel what, on well, amazon music like prime has you know free albums now mm-hmm. um or like pandora like i'll just put on whatever
0: it depends there are there are Moods to driving. So there's if I'm like... falling asleep
1: and it's like the end of the leg, like I drove down to um spring training by myself a couple of years ago, and that sucked. But so as I was falling asleep, I would just turn on like Slayer and start jamming out, okay. or like in the morning, I'm you know just chilling, just whatever. I
0: feel like Free falling has got to be on there to reenact that Jerry Maguire scene, like on a country road.
1: I'm not big on. I'm not. I'm not that big on Top favorite Betty? songs. No, just what... like anything in general, like. <sighs>
0: I don't know. I think it's a tough know. one. We'll get back to me on that well, one. And and as as my Twitter followers will know, I'm a big Despacito fan. But Sans Bieber, Sans the Biebs. Oh, is that the burrito song? It's not. It, it, that I'm 100 percent sure that might be racist. No, no, he's the one. that... No, no, he's saying he's like he. You didn't see no, the clip. No,
1: you didn't see Bieber. No, Bieber went somewhere and they asked him to do that live, and he's like, I don't know the words,
0: and he just said burrito. burrito. Yeah, he didn't know it. Why is he the worst? I don't know. He's an asshole. He's from <laughs> Canada. <laughs> That's why I thought all Canadians were supposed to be nice. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> who's on? Who's from Canada on the Mets? Jason Bay. Yeah. yeah. Remember, remember that jersey they came out with? Like yeah, yeah, the, like, oh the Canadian the Players' Choice, the Players' Choice Collection horrible. in two thousand nine. Yeah, Those that, were the
0: worst jerseys I've ever seen. That was butt ugly.
1: Hey, fellas, Jay from Connecticut. This might be a little bit long
2: winded, but I thought uh, I had a cool
1: idea for your voicemail questions and also a follow up question.
2: Uh, I think the idea
1: would be it's kind of rad if folks uh, introed their questions or comments with what their actual seven-line resume is. So basically say, hi, I'm Jay from Connecticut. I've got seven total appearances, including a couple PSLs, a Yankee game, and a Cyclone appearance. Uh, And I'm also fired up for my first uh, Bush trip this weekend, so first true roadie. Uh, The question is, uh, I know Petco sold 1,400 game tickets, so if uh, if you actually thought that there was a park – that could overtake the record for tickets sold, what would it be? Uh, and then also just uh, what's the arbitrary rationale for the 1,000 tickets sold to each roadie? Uh, is it a ballpark capped thing, or is it just something where it's a limited liability you want to take on? So uh, see you guys
2: soon this weekend, Right Later.
0: I assume that it's not arbitrary. I assume that it, there's a reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, to get to his first point, I think that it is pretty. I mean, it it makes the questions very long, but um, he said it it would be cool if people started giving it like a little bit of a resume.
0: First first time, long time.
1: Yeah. Something like that. But as far as uh, why a thousand, we kind of read the crowd as far as Mm -hmm. I can tell within the first 20 minutes of a sale how many we're going to sell. We start with a thousand. That's what I that's what I reserve with teams. We pay a deposit within the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes. If it's not up to like six, seven hundred, I know that we don't need maybe the whole thousand. But yeah, yeah, I mean, thousand just became kind of just like the average after a couple of years. But we would he said San Diego was fourteen hundred last year. We sold the thousand first. It sold out super quick. And I hit up the team and I'm like, listen, if you have four hundred more tickets close by. Let me know, and uh, I'll put them up. So they had the 400; those sold out, and that's why that was the largest outing ever. But
0: what what stadium would do you think could survive? Yankees it? if they weren't so soft. Well, yeah. Well, the Yankees, the Yankees are. Say WFT.
1: We got it's. So the Yankees. I mean, if you want to scroll back, the reason why we're not doing the Bronx invasion this year is they couldn't find tickets for us that were close enough together to get. They don't like the visual of. with that. Putting that with putting words in their mouth, they yeah. don't like that we go there and take the place over. Yes, I mean it's, it, there's no sugarcoating it. That's it's the honest truth. Yeah. So it's not the uh, the Henry Hops talking. It's the truth. It is not. The- <laughs> it is not.
0: It's not to say hey Sally. That's so just we
1: go there, and then we're so louder off. than their fans are, and they don't like it. So they started moving us around. The f- last year was our fourth. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. We split it up. We did both games, 500 tickets per game, but they split us up within, like, seven sections. And I told the rep, listen, we'll come back, but we're not going to be split, split up like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Put us in the upper deck. Put us anywhere, but get us together. And they said they couldn't do that. That's why we're not going. But if we had the opportunity to just go to one game in Yankee Stadium, not two, we could sell 2,000 tickets.
0: What, let's leave the Yankees out But
1: realistically, out of it. L.A. I think L.A. next I, year. I, that's what I was going to say. L.A. Because we only have three left after this year. Yeah. L.A. So,
0: L.A., Arizona.
1: L.A., Arizona, and Cincinnati next and Cincinnati, year. Yeah. If they're weekends. If they're not weekends, then I don't know what we're going to do. But also Boston.
0: Yeah, that's and that's next year. Boston
1: would be big, too, if they had enough tickets. But I don't think they will. They draw a pretty large crowd. They have yeah. a lot of season ticket holders. And then Toronto. So we'll see.
0: Toronto would be really cool. I love Toronto. When we go back to
1: Wrigley, yeah. if they're not... Good. Yeah. Still.
0: Yeah. And there's tickets. Cubby still draw well, though. But it's first come, first serve in the bleachers. That's true. And that's what we did last time. I, I Toronto would be fun because Toronto is such a great city. Have you ever been to Toronto?
1: I've been to Toronto on a BMX trip. Okay. Not not to like. That's okay. Really sightsee as much, you know. And I don't like sightseeing anyway. Hmm. I hear you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I just. My was hotel saying...
0: tomorrow is across the street from that arch. Yeah.
1: So I'll just look at it out the window of my
0: hotel. I'm well, like, what else is there to do? I'm besides... not going there. What else is there to do? besides "Go up in it." Well, I don't want to do that. What do you, I mean, what you, like take a piss Lizzie, on it. Like, Lizzie, what else is there to do? On Lizzie's it?
1: watching this right now, yeah, and she loves to go places and sightseeing. And you know, I'm not trying to hold Kelly back. She likes to do that kind of stuff too. But what I would, if I had a week to do absolutely nothing, right? I would love to do absolutely
0: nothing. Can I ask you a question? Sit on
1: my couch and do absolutely nothing, which I've haven't done in.
0: I'm 10 glad. Years. I'm glad you said that because I said today, literally today. That doesn't make me an ugly American that I, like, kind of, like, don't have that wanderlust in me to, like, see the world.
1: I don't give a shit. When I'm, when I'm like, retired, if I ever retire yeah. from th- what this is, uh-huh. I want to do nothing. Right? That's how I feel. I want to get a boat and fish and just watch baseball games and go to outings. And there'll still be outings. Okay. I, I think when I'm, like, 80, there'll still be outings. Well, that's I'll be, good. like, the old guy. Like, oh, that's the guy that started this. I always say but... that
0: I would run the Bayman, like, for a job. Like, if I was independently wealthy, like, that's what I would do. I wouldn't, like, spend, like, a, like eight weeks in Santorini or something like that. You live just... very
1: close to the water. I'm going to get a boat. I'm not going to be able to ride BMX anymore. I'm going to hang out with Kelly and Amelia. Yep. I'm going to go fishing and just chill.
0: Can I, can I come? Yeah,
1: you can come. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. So I'm coming. So Darren and I just worked out our retirement plan. So that's Yeah, great.
1: there we go. Uh, That was the, this one. We're going to get to Bauer
0: here. Oh. Hey, guys. It's Bauer here. So Bartolo Cologne's run San Diego is probably the most insane moment you know, that we've ever had with the seven-line, what could possibly top that in St. Louis this weekend? Like, what event could actually happen with the Mets that would top it? I uh,
2: hope you guys are doing your fourth. I'll see you this weekend.
1: Um, if they sign Bartolo today and yeah. he hits a home run on Saturday, they bring they bring him in as a pinch hitter and he yeah, hits a yeah. home run on Saturday. I mean, I don't know what what can top that. I mean, yeah, we'd have to see a no-hitter. Uh, Wheeler's pitching on Saturday. If we see a no-hitter... That would
0: be beautiful. And I would just like to say to Bauer. What
1: the hell is that? Oh, it's, that, that's his empowering. <laughs> yeah. Friday's that will, Friday's That would be wonderful,
0: right? Is that what it is? That's the word? Wonderful?
1: Yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. that a thing? Isn't that a wrestling thing? Wonderful, yeah. All right, so yeah. If, they, the if we ever see a no-hitter as a group, that'll be wonderful. It will be wonderful. Uh, wonderful. If we ever see a World Series victory, you know, the deciding game of a World Series, that'll be fucking marvelous. So
0: there's... there's <laughs> it will be marvelous. The, the outing last year... That's my last thing on my bucket list. What? Once I win the World Series, I'm good. And then you're just going to quit? No, I'm not going to quit. I'm just saying whenever my time expires, that I'll be fine.
1: I guess. I mean, it, it, a shame for some Cubs fans that had to wait as long as they did and how many people were fans their whole lives and didn't get to see it. But See, that's what bums me out. That's the reason why. I don't, I, wanna, I
0: don't want that to happen to me.
1: I also went to as many games as I did when Dude, I was. Dude, don't let me
0: die before they win the World <laughs> Series.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll try. I'm not the GM. <laughs> don't do it. Um, I would go to as many games as I did when I lived in Queens because I didn't want to miss the no-hitter, and then I, I went and I was there, which yeah. is great. But
0: um, what's going to top Bartolo home I have no idea. I know, no. or like yeah. Or a pinch-hit home run from a pitcher. Like a pinch hit, like top of the thirteenth. Remember they played that like twenty inning game in St. Louis, like seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. in like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, like something like that. Like top of the eighteenth, like they're out of bench players. Robert Casellman comes up with like two men on and just like hits a three run. That's still
1: not going to beat it. The only reason that it was as exciting as it was was because it was Bartolo. We, we saw we saw Degrom hit a home run a month ago, and it
0: wasn't like Yeah, oh, but wow, the, but it that? but it's the situation. Like there were I was at a game in like two thousand, and it was the year two thousand, and.
1: In the year 2000. Yes, thank you for
0: that. In the year 2000. <laughs> oh, okay. you know that's from I do. What is it? I I do. I do know. <sighs> I do on. know. Just, I tell you know Just, Just tell me. Just tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell Conan me. O'Brien. Oh, that I do. not It was know. before 2000, and they would
1: do a whole thing. Oh, uh, like... then
0: I don't know that. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I knew. Oh well. It sounded too much like the Aquarius finale in 40 Year Old Version. <laughs> um, what you call it? Anyway, that's the. Ba- I love the the dance move the guy does yeah seth Rogen.
1: no 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 um he's got the parachute pants at the end he, he does like the
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna, hold on we're getting serious for a he second MC Hammer, he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who did that Um is that paul rudd
1: no the guy that worked with them. he's like so um... literally
0: the only guy i'm not naming
1: I don't know. I don't know what what his name is. Like his actor name. It's actor. His actor name. (laughs) I don't know what his real name is.
0: All right. Anyway. Well, Bauer. Thanks for the great question that got us brainstorming
1: to (laughs) random
0: uh, movies.
1: Yes. And Rebecca Graziano in the comments, the guy had the microphone underneath his head, and they wore the guys in the band with like the I can't remember the guy's name, the the drummer. But one of the guys in the band would they would all wear like a cape, and he put a, a flashlight under his face. Yeah. And it was all all
0: about what's going to happen in the year two thousand. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I wasn't a big Conan O'Brien guy. You're too just... young. Maybe that's what it's it was. not that I'm too young. I was a lot. I was like fifteen in two thousand. Or...
1: Oh, kids these days. Oh my god,
0: you're like four years older than me. <laughs> Almost exactly four years older than me. Those
1: those those kids these days. All right, here we go. Hey,
2: it's Lou from Servo and I have a question on any Mets players where their career boiled down to basically one play. To me, at Luis Castillo, all I think about is the pop-up. Timo Perez didn't run home. Tom Glavin, last game of the season. Maybe there's some positive ones. Probably not. Let me know what you feel. Thanks. I
1: feel this like... guy's so negative. He's like, maybe there's some positive yeah, ones yeah. <laughs> for one moment that you can remember from a player, but probably not. Benny Agbayani. Yeah, I was going to say Benny, Todd Pratt. Mike Todd Piazza, Brad. there's like certain guys, of course there's big moments. Robin Ventura, there's like certain moments that you can't
0: forget as yeah. a Mets fan, a big moment that they had in your sure. What about Jesse Orozco? I mean, he's two massive strikeouts. I
1: think he means like one moment that kind of defined them, and, yeah. and those moments ah. with those guys didn't define them, but it's, it's a moment in their career wearing orange
0: and blue that you'll never forget. I mean, a lot of people would say Carlos Beltran, which isn't fair at all. No, it's not. It's not, but that, that is something that you play back in your head. Like, you know... When I think of Carlos
1: Beltran, like the the uh, the replay I always remember is him running up the outfield Dallas Hill in in Houston. Houston. Yeah, Um, you know, so there there are moments definitely that not define a player, but moments that you'll never. Yeah,
0: of course. Somebody said that in the comments. Of course, there's there's so many
1: moments where like there is one moment in their career
0: that you're not going to forget. Bartolo Colon hitting a home run. You know what I mean? Like what what. Like off the top, over the top of your head, let's say a negative and a positive one. I would say, I would say the. I know positive... exactly
1: where I was for the Castillo uh, dropped. Mm, so do I. You know, it's I was at a bar in College Point, surrounded by Yankees fans. Mm. And not that I was, like, gloating, but it was the kind of thing... You know, obviously, when you're surrounded by fans of the God, team you're playing, totally. you know, whatever, and if something bad happens to the Mets, you get shit on. I and was, it was the kind of thing where it's... it's. What can you say at that, at that I, point?
0: I, I was with my wife, who's a Yankees fan, and we were we were just dating. We had just, like, basically started dating. And when K-Rod got the pop-up, because this a rod up like people forget how how intense that situation was david Wright had the what would have been game winning hit off mariano rivera an opposite field double off the wall um a rod was up as the potential winning as the potential i guess not the winning run was Teixeira, right so yeah uh,
1: and you know my dad actually talked about that all the time especially like the day after that um he's always big on hustle
0: yeah well that you was Teixeira, man he made that like I'll if, tell if you he what, wasn't running they don't score that run i'll tell you what mark Teixeira might be one of my favorite Yankees of all time. That guy played the game the right way all the time. And that was a perfect example of it. So, I mean, look, uh, that was just a garbage situation. I would say, off the top of my head, I would say Benny Ogbayani because I want to be positive. And if there's one guy that's Mets' career could be defined by a big moment, that was a pivotal home run in a series that the Mets very easily could have lost that night. I mean, they pulled that Game 2 win basically out of their ass. After Benitez blew it and J.T. Snow hit the three-run home run, they took the lead in the top of the 10th on a two-out Jay Payton single, um, which scored Dara Hamilton. And then the bottom of the inning, I believe Rich Aurelia made a terrible base running play and got thrown out at third base. But still, Barry Bonds was up as the—I'm uh, pretty sure the go-ahead run was on base. I think there were two on and two out and John Franco struck him out on a 3-2 screwball. So, I mean, they easily could have lost that series in three, and they won, and they went on to win the pennant. What
1: was Pratt's story before he he got on the team? Wasn't he—he he got back into baseball. What was his—didn't he have some kind of occupation that was not baseball-related at all? They brought him back?
0: Yeah. I, I See, like, I almost said he was a replacement player, but I don't think that's right because obviously that was Rick Reed. But, like— I Maybe someone Todd in the Proud. comments. But I, I, think I feel Todd like Pratt was out of baseball. He was. He for was. a couple of years before
1: he, he came out. He was like back. a plumber. Like, seriously, he was doing. I feel like him and, and Burkhart have a very similar
0: story. Do you know Michael Fulmer still works as a plumber in the offseason? Wow. Seriously. Like, they, they had an uh, article on him that, like, he's the reigning rookie of the year. And, like, in the offseason, he was like. I saw trenches. something.
1: I don't know if it was on News 12, but there's a guy that's from Long Pratt, Island.
0: Pratt Delivered Pizzas.
1: There you go. Mike Jr. and, and, M- and M- MMA guy from Long Island who now sells houses. He's yeah. like a real estate agent on the yeah, side. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we don't normally do this, but Thomas Ross is in the comments on Facebook. He says, hey, if you guys can give me a shout out for my birthday on Wednesday. Hey, so happy birthday, happy Thomas. Happy
0: birthday. Enjoy yourself. Another year older. <laughs> Another year closer to the slow inevitable march to the grave. Hey guys, as far as fast food joints are concerned, which one is your go to and what do you almost always
2: go for? And as always, this is your Rally Man from five one five in the Big Apple.
0: Before we answer this question, did you see Rally Man who was like fighting with Pin Man or something. He was fighting with Pin Man. <laughs> yeah. I heard he had a heel turn on Facebook this, this weekend. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was apparently a uh, a rough weekend for the uh, for the old Mano Rally. I don't know
1: it's just funny that like the the, the self proclaimed. Uh, capes crusaders yeah. of the, the the fan base are fighting with each other. Well, it's other. like Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Maybe that
0: was like the, uh, you know. No, you
1: know what it was? I think that he wrote something. He doesn't like Darnell, and people are like, oh, I thought you were always positive, but whatever. Dino, anyway.
0: Don't know what to catch you?
1: Yeah, don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the question was, what's our favorite fast food place? I, I don't, don't really eat fast food. I don't know if you do. Do you think I do? Uh, I don't know. I don't eat Ma- fast food. But maybe like once in a while you but, have but, a cheat day. But, I do like Taco Bell. Yeah, White Castle's my all time favorite,
0: but uh, I was Jonesing for a McFlurry on the bus ride home. Did you hear that whole thing? No. All right, so Zap and I from where from from McDonald's. So oh, you mean from from on uh, the way Cyclones. home from Brooklyn? No, yeah, I was yeah. getting the hell home. I you know. We... No, no, I mean we, I went I went to McDonald's <laughs> after that, but like, but I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in the seat, and Zappa's is like. Dude, I'm just starving. Like, I could go for something. I could go for something like cold because the bus was hot. In the back. In the back. I sat in the front. Yeah, yeah. We walked up to the front and we were like, it's like 10 degrees cooler back here. So we're sitting back there and we're like, oh, we go for something cool. And like, Zappa's behind, like, with his back to the front of the bus. And he's like, I go for something cold. I'm like, like a McFlurry. (laughs) Because there's like the golden arches (laughs) right behind him. And he's like, and he doesn't see it. I'm like, like a McFlurry, dude. And he's like, Yeah, and then like the bus goes by it, and he sees in the back, he's like, "Oh, that's why you said that." For the next hour, I was like, "I guess I just don't understand why I don't have a McFlurry, and (laughs) I could go for one right now." That ride home kind of sucked. Like, dude, the last the last five minutes, Corinne turns around, she's like, "I want a McFlurry now, damn it!"
1: (laughs) There was like a street fair going on in Brooklyn, and obviously, when you take the bus, you can't take the same route. So the guy was on the side streets like forty five minutes. But anyway, it wasn't great. No. But uh um, it was okay though. I had a good time. Burping a lot. Hopefully I'm not too drunk to pack. <laughs>
0: I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> I don't even know what I was just gonna say. Um something about makeup. This colors. is what happens
1: when you drink strong craft beer that's on a it. Thursday. So night.
0: so rally man, we uh we don't eat as fast food. Although if oh, I no, had... that's what I was gonna say.
1: I started eating better after I threw my I back out a couple weeks ago. I was trying he, to
0: He texted me yesterday, he's like, How many push ups you do, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many, I'd bro. say bro. <laughs>
1: how many push up you?
0: From do a this? guy who works out to a guy that doesn't work out, yeah. how many push ups can you do? Like Well, like I don't you said to fatigue. I'm like, I almost got up and like did it. I, I only I asked you because know.
1: I just did that before I how took many a shower. Did you do?
0: I did twenty five. Did you do them in the bathroom Yeah, I like, get the pump going?
1: No, 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 I was waiting for the, the shower to, to warm to up. Warm I was up. like, fuck it, I'll do some push ups. Yeah. But I can't do like you know, I can't do normal push ups. I don't know if you can see on yeah, the yeah, screen with, here. It's
0: gross. I don't want to see it. This freaking
1: bump here i had removed it's a ganglion cyst i can't do
0: push-ups i gotta do fist ones i don't know if that's harder or like hold dumbbells or whatever no i mean the fist ones are, are we used to do those in like karate when i was like I, I don't know they're fine i do them sometimes do you want me to do you want me to do it right now see how many i can do no nah, because you won't be able to see it I, well i don't i then you can just when we move me when we move to the new warehouse we'll, we'll do it when we'll we have our new studio too. and
1: there's no desk in front of us you could do push-ups every thursday if you want okay.
0: I, if i want yeah that's that's what i want to do <laughs> i want to do push-ups every thursday all
1: right one more here What's up, guys? Brew in Florida. Uh, with All Star Game coming up next week, I thought uh, if you could take any Mets of all time and make up uh, a Mets All Star team or a Legacy team, what would your starting lineup be? All right. See you guys later.
0: <laughs> I like I like that sign off. All right. Later.
1: Well, I'm gonna. Well, I love that we have two brews still.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely.
1: I have to meet Florida Brew, but I think that it's it's you know All Star. All-star team. I actually looked this up earlier. I, and I and I did text you so you can be prepared. Yeah. Um because not every great player made the All-Star All-Star team. So do you want to go 1st uh, see what we can compare.
0: Oh, uh, hold, okay? hold on. For your outfield, I got my three outfielders. Well, the three outfielders I feel like are relatively easy, Oh shit, I screwed up. Cuz Cespedes does not make the All-Star team. I know I screwed that up. I picked that's him. That's why I left field. It's, that's that's the other at first Oh, what about
1: we we'll to just go with Conforto now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but is he? No, nah, I mean you don't know what he's
1: going to turn into. But it's. It, I guess the question is in there, the year that they made the All Star team, mm-hmm. position by position. Who would you pick as your all time team? As your all time roster? Okay. Um, now I screwed up because I had Cespedes as well, but I had Strawberry and Beltran in well, the outfield.
0: I have everybody except. Um left field. I don't I don't know who I'd put in left field. Well, I, this is what I have. I've have Piazza behind the plate. Mm-hmm. Keith at first base, but only because John Olerru didn't make the All-Star game as I Had to look ad. that up also because yeah, he made, on, he, made he made it an 01 with the with the Mariners. Uh, Alfonso at second. Yep. Rice at short. Yep. Wright at third. Yep. Strawberry in right. Yep. Beltran in center. Yep. And uh, I didn't do left field yet.
1: I didn't either because I screwed up. Like, I, I already broke my own rule. I was going to say Did, Seth, did Tom Agee
0: make, make an All-Star game as a as, a, as a I'm match? not
1: sure, but who would you have as starting pitcher?
0: Gooden. I, I picked Seaver. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, but I – oh, I'm right. I'm right in the wrong thing. Um, yeah, well, that's fair, but I think Gooden's like 85 is probably the mo- one of the most dominant pitching seasons ever. Yo, hell yeah. So so I, so that's why I'll go gooden. All right, so there's okay. a difference. What about closer?
1: Um familiar I mean even yeah. though even though
0: th- things are a little rocky but No no, Familia's I think Familia is the best closer in franchise history. Tommy Agee did not make the All-Star game as a Met just as okay, a white So we fan. don't
1: even know who's going to play left. So, but if
0: uh, you but look at this roster though, imagine this roster in an actual like everyday That's I mean please. You, you can't lose. Um yeah, I don't know man. I don't know who would be left that that might be. That's a great I mean Mozilla even played mostly center, right? Um a lot of these guys shuffle around, especially now. It's like, to to,
1: to say what position these guys play, I feel like they, they bounce around. And a lot of times in the, in the All-Star game, it just says outfield. It doesn't even say, like,
0: where they play. Well, for a while, it was even, like, gold gloves were outfield. They were outfield gold gloves. And people are saying Kingman. I mean, Kingman is...
1: All right, one more thing. If you're listening to this right now and you want to call us next week, it's 631 760 7722. We try to pick like a dozen or so questions and uh, chat with you guys. If you're listening on SoundCloud on iTunes, we appreciate it. Definitely try to subscribe. Leave us a review if you think we deserve one. Tell your friends about the show. Mm-hmm. The more, the merrier. The more. We area. are going to play a clip of the week, which isn't really a clip of the week. It's a little bit older. We've played it once on the show before, but it's, it, I think it's very relevant, especially with, which, with what might be happening tomorrow okay. or sometime soon.
0: Okay. And here comes Mark. Kaweki at second, two out, two nothing. New York in the second. Long looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one deep off. Oh. I tear this ballpark down. The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot.
1: His first career home run.
0: This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball.
2: Dude, tell me what just happened. Close to a miracle. <laughs> Bartolo! Oh, no. Big Sexy just hit a two-run dinger! Big Sexy!
1: Unbelievable. I still get chills every time I watch that. I've I've seen it at least a couple dozen times. And uh, thanks to Josh Oshinsky from Sports Illustrated, that is actually a clip that's part of Loyal to the Last Out, the documentary that they did on the Seven Line Army, which came out a couple months ago. Eventually it's gonna be on TV again. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh I feel like it's fitting to play that it is
0: again because I think that he's gonna be in Mets I uniform think, any any minute will. now. He will be home soon. By the way, uh Jesse Burke, our friend, uh mentioned about the left fielder for the all-star game. Cleon Jones in nineteen sixty nine was an all-star. His lone all-star season, he hit three forty with a four twenty-two on base percentage and a nine oh four ops. Wow, what a good season he had, man! That team is so underrated in Mets lore. Hundred wins, stormed back from nine and a half back in mid-August to win the world, to win the East, and then go on to win the first ever NLCS and then the World Championship. So, a good suggestion. So, Cleon Jones, let's put him in in left field in our All Mets All Star team.
1: Do you want to talk a little bit, little bit about your hypothetical you posted today?
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of talk about our crosstown rivals, the New York Yankees, who have a gaping hole at first base. Uh, Obviously, they're going to try to fill it through a deadline trade. There are a couple of options, Yonder Alonso, guys like that. But um, obviously, Lucas Duda should be an option, too. And we talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago. I tried to Gauge what Mets fans would be willing to accept as a return for Duda if we were going to turn him around to the Yankees. The Yankees have a very deep farm system right now. Um, They're they're kind of they've turned around their farm system a lot in the last few years. Uh, I think the Mets should probably take a a similar strategy to what they had at the at the deadline last year. So it was interesting to see some of the guys that got brought up and um. I think that that's a deal that could totally happen. And I would be glad to help the Yankees out as long as they were going to give me a prospect that's under team control and could help contribute at the major league level. You don't think
1: uh, like a Barron trade idea like uh, Judd? Judge straight up for fucking yeah, Duda. I know. No, yeah, probably no. not I, I don't
0: think that's going to happen, but I would gladly take <laughs> it if Brian Cashman was drunk and offered it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we are going to St. Louis tomorrow. I'm reading the comments. A lot of fans are actually already there. Wayne's at the hotel bar saying it's free beer. I don't know where he's staying, but I don't think it's free beer at my hotel. But yeah, tomorrow we will be in St. Louis. Tomorrow night is the Jim Brewer Show, 10 p.m. at the Helium Comedy Club. Um, it's only 30 bucks. I don't think it's sold out yet. So if you go to the sevenline.com and go to our blog area, there is an, there is a link that brings you directly there. You can buy some tickets. So 30 bucks for that. Saturday will be at Patty O's. They open, they open the door at 10.30 in the morning. I don't think we have to be there that early. Local time start is 3.10. <laughs> I want to bet some people I know will they be. will be. People are probably waiting out there right now yeah, for a couple it's days. It's it. um, the first pitch is going to be thrown out by one of one of our guys, Shapiro, at 2.30. Uh, <laughs> so try your best to leave the pregame party. I know it's hard to pry yourself away from the bar when you're hanging out with, with a bunch of people having a good time. But we will be there pretty early. I'll be there around 11 a.m., I'm going to shoot out there around one thirty ish I'm going to walk in with him for the first pitch. I'm going to bring Shoemaker with me as well. So we're going to be out there on the field. Nice. It would be great if our section, our C of blue, was already in the seats. That would be awesome. That's going to be at 2.30, so don't forget. The special at Patios is $20 buckets, $7 bombs, pretty much anything that they can make with Red Bull. I don't know if that's still a thing. I can't drink Red Bull. It freaking makes me nuts. I don't know about you. Do you see how many how many uh, monsters Dan will drink? Misha's Dan. He came over here a couple weeks ago, and we were going to go to the yeah, go to the beach. It yeah, didn't work out. Yeah. He had like six monsters. Good for him. Man. Like in
0: like this size monster. I can't monster drink that. I can't drink that in right? like two hours. Mm-hmm.
1: More power to you. So we are going to do a little bit of Facebook Q and A, and then a- I got a pack because I'm going Facebook
0: Q and A. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do your thing. I'm 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 not going anywhere. So.
1: So yeah, guys. Remember. 11-ish in the morning, Saturday, 2.30, try to be in the ballpark. Game's at 3.10, so uh, there's plenty of time to hang out afterwards.
0: There is. there is.
1: So if you got any questions on Facebook, we're going to get to those and then turn this thing off for the night. Before we do, if you haven't shared the show yet, do that now. We are going to give away two of these Mike Piazza 31 beer koozies, and uh, let's get it going.
0: All right, Jim Bork wants to know uh... – is the arm wrestling event still on for the end of the year? Me versus oh, you? Oh, yeah. Me versus you? Yeah, sure. Over the I'm doing push-ups again. So, well, arm yeah. wrestling classic. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Sure, why not? We <laughs> we did have a good hypothetical on the bus who would win in a race.
1: A running, I, I would win in a running race. I think that you're pretty slow.
0: I definitely am slow, but I'm still not 100% sure you'd beat me in a race. Have you
1: ever seen me run? I have not. All right, well, I'm going to win. Well, all, right. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, there you go. Um... Why uh, Mike Jr. wants to know, why are the Mets reluctant to trade due to the Yankees and Reed to the Nationals? I don't think they are reluctant. I, uh, I just think they're gauging the market. I don't market. think you ever want to make a trade. You know, pfft. Who cares? They're expiring contracts anyway. Who cares? But no, but in division...
1: I don't think that you want to make a trade with the Nationals. If the
0: Nationals want to give me Victor Robles, which is their best position prospect, for Addison Reed, I'll trade him there. I'll drive Addison Reed to the airport. <laughs> so you know That's not happening, though. I don't think that's happening. I mean, probably not. But
1: Speaking of Monster, I don't know if you ever drink any of the other drinks. Have you ever had the Coffee Monsters? I don't drink
0: any energy drinks.
1: Well, that, that one's actually pretty good. But they, I read
0: the back, the sodium's like they, through the roof. Dude, like they, your, those things are no good for you, Your man. day's worth of salt. I mean, like one I'll, can. I'll, I'll sit here and put it on the table. If you guys want to pay us ever, but like, <laughs> I'm not drinking your garbage, man. That stuff kills people. I'm pretty pretty concerned. Uh, we didn't get
1: paid from McKellar though.
0: What? We didn't get paid from McKellar. No, for we just it. this is our journalistic ethics. See, there you <laughs> go. Um, uh, and McKellar tastes good. Um, Michael uh, Brinecki wants to know if we win the koozie, is the beer included? You will have to purchase your own beer. Yeah, sorry, I can't sorry, be shipping man. beers. Uh, David. Speaking uh, of
1: beers, though, when we do have our first ever – I didn't talk, talk to you about this – our first ever, like, open house at the warehouse, yeah. I think we're going to make uh, limited edition pint glasses. That'll be free if you come and show up. Like, I don't want to ship pint glasses. They're going to break and nah, whatever. Nah, nah. So maybe I'll make 100 pint glasses, first 100 people to show up to the party. We'll get get it for free. What do you think?
0: Uh, dude, I'm, I'm in. All right, 99 left. 99. Uh, David Gwinner wants to know, sleeve style shirts for Saturday. I won't be there Saturday, but – I think I, you're a maniac if you're trying to wear your
1: jersey over the T-shirt. David Gwinner, uh, no, yeah. is that what I'm saying right? Gwinner, yeah, Giv- Givner, so. Givner, Givner. Yeah, California. Givner? He's he's going out there. Givner, and is it Givner? Gib Gibner, I think. Well, David. Either whatever. way, Never one of those less. guys were asking, like, "Hey, are we wearing our jerseys Don't on wear Saturday?" Your jersey. Wearing your jersey and Vogel said, "Oh, wearing a jersey over my t-shirt is not going to make me any any." Vogel's hotter. a lunatic. You are <laughs> a lunatic, Vogel. You're a crazy man. Of course, it- I'm going to wear my t-shirt and cut the freaking sleeves off because I want to get some ventilation. If there's any kind of cross breeze yeah. over there, I need it.
0: I like that. Yeah, so it's you're like it 95 gets, degrees outside. Dude, it gets, gets hot, and you can find me in St. Louis. <laughs> Where to play? Rain all day. Uh I think you're nuts if you want to wear your jersey over the t-shirt. I
1: mean, more power to you for trying to like support and rep your colors, but still, that's that's too hot, man.
0: Brian O'Halloran wants to know, uh, do you have a stadium left that you most want to hit that you haven't been to yet?
1: I'm not I I talked about this prior. I'm not looking forward to LA, but I think it's gonna be pretty You're not looking forward to LA? I always just hear their fans are dicks. There's like the the parking lot's like a war zone. Yeah people get beat up just because they like a different team. Like I'm not looking forward to LA at all, to be honest. I've been to LA before. Not not the ballpark, but I've been to LA. I went to a wedding out there for my cousin mm-hmm. and uh I, I wasn't really that impressed.
0: I'm not All excited right. to go there. All right. Caitlin uh scammon, we're we're not selling the thirty one koozies. You can share the show right now and try to win one. Otherwise, uh they out. Um, let's see. What else we got going on here? We'll do two more. Um let's see. Oh, well, thank you for the excellent pronunciation. I try to make my pronunciation. You no, know we've we got to come
1: up with some kind of like motion that we're going to do. I, I saw one before when we were both drinking our beers for a nice gif. Now that we're wearing, you know, the same jerseys yeah. look like twins, we've got to yeah. do something before we sign off.
0: You want to do like a slow motion, like 80s buddy cop <laughs> high five? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're really ridiculous tonight. Um, let's see. Anybody else got anything going on? Uh, we did it there... on Instagram. Oh, this is a good one. Jeff McCann wants to know, is there going to be a meeting over the All-Star break?
1: There's not. Okay. Um, I, I talked about it with McFadden's. We were going to do it. Ran out of time to plan it. And not only that, a lot of people are going to be traveling this weekend that are that would have gone to the meeting. So um, I get home on Sunday. Sue gets home on Monday. A lot of people have things to do. So we were planning on having that, like, uh, what, they, what do we call it, like a town hall yeah. style meeting. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work out for us this year, uh, at least not for next week. Maybe we'll plan it before the uh, Subway Series because we do want to still plan and some type of viewing party for the away games since we're not going to the Bronx. Well, we
0: also have to figure out what we're going to do about the show for the Subway Series week.
1: It's a night game, so maybe we'll do another day game, uh, a day, day show. Day show. D- yeah. I think that's what we'll do on the Thursday because yeah. like it's Wednesday, Thursday at City Field, Monday, Tuesday, Yankee Stadium. Yes. So Monday or Tuesday we're planning on doing some kind of party. Uh-huh. I think maybe to add a little bit more um, to the lineup of the day, besides it just being us watching the Mets-Yankees game, we'll do our, like, town hall meeting that day. Okay. So maybe that's something to, something to talk about. But,
0: yeah, nothing nothing next week at McFadden's. Um, and the last one I'm going to know, Peter Peter asks, Peter John says, do you think the Mets should trade Montero? I think if they could get a <laughs> bag of balls for Rafael <laughs> Montero, they would take it. Yeah. It just shows you how um, – Trading Who prospects for so him. Funny. I mean, not
1: to laugh at the guy's career, but like they've given him so many opportunities and so many chances. He came. What did he come up in 2014? He's been up, up and down, Dude, up and down.
0: Yeah, I remember when I covered the. the Wasn't team it in him and Degrom training. that pitched in the Subway Series? Uh, in the Futures game, it was him and Noah Syndergaard. In that thirteen, started but I, but 2013. Uh, the next
1: year in the Subway Series, I think Degrom and. Montero both pitched against the
0: Yankees. Could be. Pretty sure. I, I, will, I will tell you for 100%. That if I'm
1: right about that, that's the first time I've ever known something that you haven't maybe. known. Maybe. I don't know.
0: They, <laughs> the, I just can tell you that they were so convinced that Rafael Montero was going to be a star and that his stock was so high. And I know, I'm sure they've had trade offers for Rafael Montero in the past that you would shudder to think that they could that they didn't do at the time that you would have loved them to do. At this point, it's all about perceived value, and the perceived value about Rafael Montero is... Zilch.
1: All right. Before we move on, we do have a question here. Since the, our next show is going to be after the All Star Game, Eric Roman says, "Who wins the Derby?" I don't really know who's in it besides Stanton and Judge.
0: Stanton, Judge. I can pull that up for you. uh The I'm still going to go with. Hold on, hold on. I'm not going to go on. with Judge. You don't hold on. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. You I think put, he's going to buckle? Yeah. Hold on, hold, on, hold on, Wait a second. 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 All right. Here, here's the bracket. First up, the one seed versus the eight seed is Stanton versus Gary Sanchez. And the four versus the five is Mike Moustakis against Miguel Sano. Uh, the three seed is Cody Bellinger against number six seed Charlie Blackman. And number two seed is Aaron Judge versus number seven seed Justin Bohr. I'll tell you I'll tell you who the dark horse is right off the bat, Justin Bohr. I think that Justin Bohr could definitely win that thing out of the seventh seed, especially the hometown boy, a little little, uh, little inspiration. I don't know. I mean, like, Stanton is the proven track record. You got Judge up there. I mean, wh- who do you think? Who do you think? All right. Who do you think? I don't think Judge has it this year. I think he's going to buckle, but I- I'll go with Stanton. You going Stanton? Yeah, I'll take Stanton. I'm going to go, oh, man, that's tough. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Justin Bohr. I'll say Justin Bohr. I'll go. say a Miami Marlin, but not Giancarlo Stanton. All Mark
1: right. Mark Seibert in the comments also agrees with you, and so does Jeff Cohen. So people are also agreeing with
0: uh, I'm that. a very smart guy. Everybody should realize Mike this Junior. By now. A bunch of people saying Bohr. Uh, look at this. All right, so let's do the uh, how about that? Let's do the uh, share contest. <laughs> oh, we talked about this before we yeah. were live. I think I heard
1: it on the fan this week there's a lot of fill ins this week. A lot of, you know, Boomer Boomer and Carton take the whole week off. Um Maybe it was Moose or somebody. Somebody said the amount of first timers in the All Star Game last year and this year it's like in the fifties. Yeah, good. Like That's over great. fifty players. This is their first time playing in the All Star Game in the past couple of years, which is great because great they, for the they, game, they, great for the game, great for the youth, great for the future. Um, and that might also add to the reason why a guy like Conforto might be picked over Bruce or Degrom, even though Degrom's you know only a couple of years in as well in his career. But um, do you think there's any any merit to that?
0: Sure. Why not? I mean, look. I think they got it. They did a great job on the starting lineups. You look at the the guys like kind of sprinkled across the starting lineup. There wasn't a lot of obvious like that's because somebody stuffed the ballot box. We saw a crazy stat right before we went on the air that if Chris Bryant doesn't win the last man vote, the Cubs will be the only reigning World Champion not to send a returning player. To the All Star Game, so their lone All Star, if Chris Bryant doesn't win the last vote, would be Wade Davis, who was obviously a Royal last year. So, like, that's crazy. Yeah, especially yeah. where Cubs fans—they're so out there and they—they so, come out to the ballpark and this and that. Um, look, it's I did, crazy. did. you vote? I did not. I didn't not either. once. Like,
1: I, you know, what? it's like I don't, I don't. You know, I'm not trying to discourage people from voting on the All Star Game. It's just like I'm not as into it. They
0: might have announced the the last thing vote because I I see uh, uh Chris uh scurriottino whatever uh said that justin turner won that vote so congratulations to justin if that's the case and and i'm glad we gave him away for nothing um yeah because he because he liked the party anyway (laughs) uh say stop stop okay the first winner is patty sharp shanahan you gonna write that down sure uh of the koozie so patty sharp shanahan is the first a beer koozie winner? And uh, hold on, okay, hold on. Let's get another here. Stop. Uh, it's Scott Mazaleski. So Scott Mazaleski and Patty Sharp Shanahan. Those I usually are... say
1: we'll uh, ship it tomorrow, but we will not be in the warehouse tomorrow. Lizzie and I are both flying out to St. Louis. We'll ship that out to you next week. We'll send you. Okay. We'll send you a direct message. Get your address. We and will. And you see how nobody
0: we knew won this time, which is great. So, you
1: were one away from a couple of people that we did know. I, but, did, I, did. I saw. I saw. Uh, we you know, luck of the draw. But anyway, if you're already in St. Louis, save me a beer. Can't wait to be out there. If you're flying tomorrow, driving, you know, safe, safe trip and I uh, can't wait to be out there with you guys and cheer on the Mets on Saturday it's going to be a great time St. Louis thinks they have the best fan base in the world that we're going to try to show them otherwise hashtag best fans in baseball <laughs> <laughs> and uh, besides that if you are waiting for your Seattle tickets we are going to ship those next week and then we're going to start wrapping up our whole warehouse and moving to Long Island I can't wait because I'm tired of being in the car for three hours a day so a hot dog. very excited to be moving and as soon as we have details on the party about uh, you know our little housewarming party we'll let you guys guys no.
0: that's pretty much it that's it man let's get that thanks of for hanging with
1: us shout out to mckellar very yeah. excited for your new brewery came with you to drink all your beers before and after the games and uh, that's pretty
0: much it that's it have a good trip in st louis everybody who's going be respectful be respectful of cardinals fans be in your seats for the first pitch later yeah. people
1: yeah be in the seat by 230 <laughs> you hate when i do that goodbye all right later guys see it Let's go Mets. (laughs) Jerk. All right, good night.